Welcome back to another Sneaker Reselling 101 podcast. I am your host. Of course, on the other line, we got my guy, Dom, the other host. Um, yes, sir. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Actually, our second guest on this podcast, and we're excited to introduce Chance. Chance, go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. Yes, sir. Um, well, basically, I would introduce myself for those who don't know as like a sneaker content creator, if that makes sense. Like not really so much on the reselling side. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of like group me in with the whole reselling side. But for <laughs> me, it's mainly it's mainly just like sneaker content, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, man. Um, we're all curious to see how you started. Um, because I, I know, I know a little bit about your background personally. Uh, but, but yeah, man, let us know how, how you grew up, how you, how you fell in love with sneakers and all that, bro. So I grew up like not very, I wouldn't say like poor, but not like rich, you know, kind of like that medium area. So like buying expensive sneakers were like, not really an option, like, I don't know. It was like one pair of shoes a year type thing. So anyway, I grew up, um, didn't really play. I played sports like on and off, tried doing like motocross, dirt bike racing, stuff like that. Wasn't Mm. really what I wanted to do. And then in like middle school, I would say like, I, I don't know, like I started watching like YouTube, like old YouTubers, like uh, Richie Lee, Kai Somar, like, I don't know. And then I just kind of like fell in love with that because nobody at my school like had cool shoes, if that makes sense. <laughs> so that was like, cause I grew up, I grew up in like the country, like, you know, like the country, mm-hmm. like cornfields, cows, everything in between, you know? So it's like, like my, my graduating class only had like less than a hundred people type thing. Dang. Okay. So so like nobody was wearing Jordans or none of that. Like, and this was like, I was probably like 10 to 12, like ish that range. Nobody was really wearing Jordans at the time. It was more like LeBron's and like, you know, when like Nike free, Nike yeah. free runs, what was like popping was, um, what was popping was like LeBron's, uh, KD's. And like the the slides that was like popping huge, like the slides with like the elite socks, and um, like the fly knit shoes, like the yeah. like the free runs, everything. So for me, it was like a way to kind of like stand out from everybody else. Was like nobody was wearing like retro Jordans, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I got um, a pair of KD sixes. I think they were that was like my first like cool pair of shoes. So I really wanted them cause I was going for the basketball team. Right. I really wanted to be on the basketball team. I had like this vision of me playing basketball in my KD sixes. That was how I was going to finesse these shoes was like, it was like one pair of, sh- uh, one pair of shoes a year for school, like right before school started that one pair. And then it's like, you got to wait until like next year before school, you know? So in yeah. my head, it was like, in my head, it was like, okay, basketball, like if I, if I play basketball, I need basketball shoes. Right. So like, I was like, gonna, that's how I was going to like try to finesse these KDs. And that got cut, that got cut very short because I didn't make the basketball team. 
Damn. So, <laughs> what what grade was this again? I'm sorry. What grade was this again? Uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade. I had the same experience in um in fifth grade, bro. I was I was literally like, I had a pair of Shaquille O'Neal's. The first the my one of my first pairs was Sha- Shaquille O'Neal's, and I thought I was the flyest kid out there, and um. Yeah. You know, I was like a slow, a really, really slow ass chubby kid. And then going into sixth grade, I lost 50 pounds and then finally made the basketball team because because I think I was you were able to um, you're able to try for the basketball team, I think, during like fourth or fifth grade. And then I <laughs> I, I failed both times. I didn't I didn't make the Like I was kind of sad. So no, I went thousand percent, bro. That well, but it, it, did you did you make the did you, did you eventually make the team, though? Nah, bro, I gave up completely. <laughs> I was crushed, bro. Dang. But my mom, like, in, in like, the small town, like, there was no, like, you know, there was no, like, uh, like, academies or, like, anything where you could go, like, you know, hoop and train and stuff. So it was, like, I would go by myself. Like, I would watch YouTube videos on, like, how to do certain moves and how to shoot right. Mm-hmm. And then I would, like... I would walk to like the city park with a basketball by myself. I would either walk or jog there and then like test out all these like YouTube videos by myself there and then go back home. And then I got completely like wrecked in the basketball tryouts. (laughs) And I was also chubby. I was like, believe it or not, like I was a chubby kid. I was really short too. Like right now I'm like, six one six two but mm-hmm. at the time at the time i was like five seven type thing and, and chunky like <laughs> so <laughs> i think i've seen photos on instagram i'm not gonna lie i think i've seen yeah <laughs> bro i'll put them out there i don't like i'm not i'm not hiding nothing i'll show yeah, them of course man of course so uh, w- would you say you're pretty passionate about the basketball space um no i would not say that like i don't i'm not like a fan of like sports in general i know that's gonna make a lot of people mad but like besides like i don't know like i I don't like watch football i don't watch basketball games i couldn't even tell you who's in the fight i couldn't even tell you who's in the finals right now no way it's over (laughs) bro i'm not like i'm not like a hooper bro like i yo what do you think about that dom that's wild. That's wild, but but I I know that you're not like posting basketball content out there, so I'm not like super surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like for me, um, like I'm not like into basketball, football, like soccer, baseball, none of that. I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. but now I just like I don't know. Like if I go to like a like a party or if like I have like a get together or something, like yeah, I'll throw on a football game, basketball game, whatever. But like I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you a player out there. Like I don't know, bro. <laughs> and that's a lot crazy. of people that's gonna make a lot of people mad because it's like oh you got all these jordan's basketball shoes you don't even play basketball hey man hey it, you you wear what you like you 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 own what you like right you spend your yeah. money on what you like um so yeah man that that's that's really dope though i mean again i, I respect it for, for, for me personally i respect it right mm-hmm. um because there's a lot of people out there like for me personally for, from 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 an outside perspective i see it as like you're working on your own personal stuff so you don't have time for all that um other stuff which is which is 1000 percent fine right um mm-hmm. we for me like i see you working out a, a, working a lot on your company. so mm-hmm. i want to start getting into that more um when did you see like 
like when did you start posting on social media and like um mainly like mainly tiktok right because I, I believe tiktok is one of like your biggest platforms right now right yeah 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 so basically back it goes back to middle school once again bro i used to uh, i used to be into skateboarding because i lived in like uh i lived in like a small town we didn't have like a whole lot of money so like if you just have a skateboard but you can skate anywhere like literally anywhere if it's if it's concrete or if it's smooth you can skate there type of thing so i used to skateboard a lot and um that turned into I me and my friends would like film us skating just like so we could see what it looks like or if we messed up the trick or whatever like you would be able to see it on the video Mm. and then it turned into like posting it on YouTube and this was like super long ago before like like if you had like 500,000 subscribers you were like you were like like 10 mil now type of thing (laughs) yeah so I would post on uh, YouTube like every few days, like 30 second clips. Like they weren't like full blown YouTube videos. It was just clips of me skating, me and my friend. And then eventually I kind of stopped doing that because I stopped skateboarding. And then um, it moved to Vine. Believe it or not, I was on Vine. Um, (laughs) So I was on Vine and I used to make edits. So I would make like edits of like, celebrities edits of like dirt bike videos four-wheeler like football videos a whole bunch of stuff you know what i'm saying you know like those edits that have like the transitions and the beat like bumps like bumps on the edits yeah and i got a few thousand followers like i love doing it it wasn't much i probably had like four to like six thousand followers but i was like 12 so <laughs> yeah i mean that's okay. that's still pretty good though how, how long were how long were my videos like six seconds right yeah they were like they were like six or seven seconds or something like that okay so bro dom i i could have sworn you 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 supposed uh vine content too right i did there was um the vine makers the people who made the app made a similar app recently and i messed around with it and i gotta say that six second time constraint is so challenging oh one thousand yeah. percent one thousand percent. I remember. I remember. I posted on Vine too. Um, something I wish I would have had was content like from like way back then when I used to post. Like I posted. I, I think I, I posted like one or two Vine videos. But if I had that right now, imagine if you guys had the, that content right now. Mm-hmm. Like having the platforms that we have right now. Like it. It would have been. It would have been crazy. It would have been really motivating to see. Because um, I remember. I remember posting youtube videos just like you chance when i was you know when i was 11 12 years old of me getting autographs of nba players and like baseball players that i personally didn't even know (laughs) so yeah man that 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 was that's crazy though but um so let's 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 transition to tiktok though right Uh, um because i'm pretty sure that's that's where like most of your leverage started to started to uh started to grow right where that's where most of your leverage started to uh, come from yeah so basically um so in like high school i uh i used to work at walmart and so i would go to school all day and i took all of the like av classes because they were like all the nerdy kids did av like at my school anyway right so the projects we would like make cool videos with like rap songs and stuff like that just for fun in like the av class and then 
I don't know. Like I just really, I really wanted to do social media. I just didn't know what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. One day uh, I probably had like six or seven pairs of shoes. Not all of them like hype, like Air Maxes, Air Forces, stuff like that. You had those great fives, right? The great fives. Yeah. That I got. Um, (laughs) That was like the, the great fives came like a couple months after uh, I got cut from the basketball team. So, (laughs) um, so, uh, so one day, I don't know, like I I just really wanted to do social media. So I used to post memes on my Instagram story just cause it like, it made me feel good to post, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it made me feel good to like post something and have people like interact. I had probably 600 followers on Instagram. And, um, I would, uh, all day, like while I was working, uh, Walmart, like after school, I'd go to Walmart and I would sit there and like find memes off like anywhere, like Instagram, TikTok memes, whatever. But, um, not on TikTok actually, I'll get into that, but I just find memes, put on my story They'd get like 60 views, but like every couple days I would get like another couple people. So I was like, yo, this is tight. Like I want to post, like, this is sick. Yeah. You know, I thought I was going to be like a meme page. And then one day, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know, like, I'm a very like impulsive type of person. Like if I think of something and it's dope, like I'm executing it. So one day I just like visioned this like video of me grabbing like a pair of shoes, like out of my computer. Right. So I would like have these shoes on my like computer screen and I would like Mm. edit like edit me reaching into the computer and grabbing it out and like looking at it and then like putting it back in the screen, you know, like, like mm. almost like I was like trying them on, but like virtually, you know, like I would take them out of the screen, look at them, be like, Oh, those are tight. And then put them back on the screen and then like proceed to buy them or whatever. So I had this like idea. Right. And I didn't even have TikTok on my phone. I never watched TikTok because I thought it was like a kid's app. <laughs> but I I would see I would see these TikToks on Instagram be like reposted all the time, you know? So I was like, screw it. I'm going to make this video of me taking these shoes out of the screen and I'm gonna make it on TikTok. So it was eight o'clock at night. I was coming home from work and I downloaded TikTok on the way home from work. I didn't even look at a single video on the for you page. Um <laughs> zero followers, zero everything. And I was like, dude, I'm making this video. I was like nine o'clock at night by the time I did it and I just made this video I put like the backpack kid like sound behind it (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing um so and I put those corny like TikTok filters on it too so (laughs) I I made this video and I posted it zero followers zero everything right I posted it it was probably like 9 30 to 10 ish and I just posted this video and I went to bed and I woke up and it, it had like a hundred K views. That's insane. Wow. And I was like, what? And I had like probably 800 followers, like literally yeah. over, overnight. 800 is not much at all, but mm-hmm. it was like, I had like 600, 700 on Instagram at the time. So I just literally yeah. gained my entire following in a night. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, like, this is sick. Like, this is exactly what I've been wanting. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is what I've been wanting to do. Like this, this is just dope. Like I like doing this. So then the next day I posted a video and it was a skit of like 
I don't know. I just like kind of visioned it again of like from like the old YouTube videos I used to watch when I was younger, like the Richie Lee. He always did like skits and Kais did like the skits, you know? Yeah. So the sneaker has I was also, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also yeah. in like theater too. So like doing mm. skits was like, was like super fun to me, like acting like a different character. Like that was tight. Right. So I, I had this skit of like me getting my brand new shoes. They weren't new, but I like acted like they were new in the video. Mm-hmm. And I like put them on my feet. I brushed my teeth in the shoes. Like I, I laid them out beside my bed, like, you know, like kids do. And then I wore them to school and I had my girlfriend just like trash them, like step on them, crease the <laughs> heel, like as if I was like walking through the school hallways. And it was like, boom, like another 150K on that video. And that and was the like, second video. Second video ever. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, dude, this is sick. Like, and at this point, I still hadn't even watched like sneaker TikTokers. Like, I didn't even really know that like sneaker TikTok was like a thing. Like, I to me, I was just doing my thing and it was working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. then, then like as I'm scrolling through, there was probably like five people that were like really crushing it in like the sneaker scene. And that was Dom. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Rob. Dom. Dom, Rob, and Jackson at the time because yep. he yep. had that sound, like that cheapest pair of shoes, newest pair of shoes. Oh, um, that was him? That was Jackson, bro. No way. Yeah, bro. That I, I could have sworn I used that sound when I started TikTok, too. Yeah, I did, too. That was my third video I posted was that, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> and the funny thing was, like, every bit of that sound was every single pair of shoes I had. So it was like I counted it all out. <laughs> and so That's that, yeah, insane. that was that was Jackson, uh, the cheapest pair of shoes, newest pair of shoes. Like, he was on top of it. Rob was. Dom was. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember that. This remember was like that. before, before even like Soul was like doing his thing. You know, yep. like it was like, it was I like, think, run... I think he came later in the process. Yeah, like the TikTok like sneaker scene was more like resellers mm-hmm. and less mm-hmm. and less like like YouTube style content, you know? Yep. Yep. It was I, like I remember reselling. that whole entire thing. And like this is actually important because I want to get that out there like so for anyone listening to this, right? Chance said from the beginning he's not a reseller, right? But yeah. the thing but but the thing that I've listened like just listen to your story right now something that you did from the start and something that helped you get so much traction initially is, is, is because you found a niche and you stuck with it, right? Mm -hmm. Your first video was you reaching out, um, of this, uh, of the reaching out for a pair of sneakers, you know, from, from your, from your computer screen. And then Mm -hmm. second video, right. Was like, they were all sneaker. It was all sneaker content from the beginning. Right. So Mm -hmm. something that I kind of like, messed up on well not really messed up on because you know it was i was still like learning tiktok right when i when i started posting on tiktok i was posting like dancing content comedic content (laughs) uh, content that i personally thought that would blow up right Mm -hmm. and um i just feel like my content was literally everywhere right because i would you know I, i would post a lot of uh resale content on my instagram but then i was posting content on tiktok that i personally thought it was gonna blow up but the thing mm-hmm. was, I'm not a dancer. I'm not a comedian. I'm a reseller. And like, you know, I'm very passionate about sneakers. So when I when I started to experience like the growth was when I started like getting into the, you know, sneakers, resell, resell, like not even just like not even just sneakers, but just resell in general. Right. And then mm-hmm. like I, I, I remember one day I um, 
on TikTok, I, I looked up reseller or like resell. And then I saw Dom and Rob and I think I saw George uh, sneaker souffle. So I reached out. I reached out to like as many resellers on TikTok or as many like TikTok, TikTok sneakerheads as I possibly can. And um, I started networking with them. Right. And then, you know, I started watching their videos, started seeing how they're I started seeing how they were doing their their different um, their different content ideas. And um, it was motivating for me from the start. So. Right. Again. So. So Chance is not a sneaker reseller. But again, he, he found the niche that that he was passionate about and he was able to, to gain leverage from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With with that, it was like I, I used to resell sneakers like when yeah. I was doing TikTok a lot. Yeah. Um, I used to post like this might sound crazy to somebody who doesn't do TikTok, but I used to post six times a day. And I know you posted like a <laughs> lot a day, bro. Like people see. Like I <laughs> I, I'll tell, I'll tell like some of my friends are like, yo, I want to do what you're doing. Like, I'm like, bro, cool. Post three videos a day, like do it. Yeah. And they're like, dude, I can't like, what are you talking about? I'm like, bro, I was going to school and had a full-time job <laughs> and like I was going to college full-time and I was going to school, like working full-time. And I'm like, bro, I'm cranking out six to eight videos a day. I'm posting them like when I go to the bathroom at work or when I go at school, when I'm sitting there in class, like, bro, if I can do it, you can crank out two videos a day, bro. (laughs) Easily. Easily. That's hustle though. That's hustle though. Yeah. And I used to, I used to resell too. Like when I was like probably under a hundred K on TikTok, I was reselling like 20 to like 25 pairs a week. And, but I, I never posted that because that just, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? Like I did that for extra cash. I knew how to do it. I wasn't making money at my job. I had to pay for my college. Like I was working at Walmart and I'm making like 10 bucks an hour, you know, like that's not going to cover, you know, college and stuff, my car payment, like all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I know how to, I know how shoes work. I know how to flip shoes. So I used to, I used to buy a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook marketplace and offer up. And I would get home, I would hit it with like some water, a brush, and then I would put it right back on Facebook Marketplace for like $80, <laughs> $80 more, $50 more, whatever it took. And they would sell like, I'm, I'm curious, are you, are you still going to college? Uh, no, I did like a, I did like a little marketing program for a while, but college is just not really for, for you. Me. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying don't go to college or college is not, you know. I'm college is cool. Like I loved going to college. Like I, I thought it was cool. Like the classes I was taking was cool. It was just not like, just not me. Like I felt like I didn't, like I was just kind of wasting my time and money there. Like I didn't feel like it was benefiting me anyway. Now, if you want to be a doctor, lawyer, whatever you want to do, go to college. I'm not saying that, but 1000%, man. 1000%. Yeah. I 1000% agree. And, uh, you know, Dom and I talk about that all the time personally. And, um, you know, we're on the same, we're on the same thing that you're doing. You know, we're, we're still taking it. We're for me personally, I call it a break, but like, you know, I know damn well for <laughs> me personally, I know it's not a break, you know, but for my parents, <laughs> I ain't going it's back. a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for my parents. But like, yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm going to go to college anytime soon. I might, right. There, there might be a possibility, but like, you, you know, um, you, you want to hear something crazy? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so in my senior year in high school this was before I started doing TikTok right I did it like right when I graduated high school is when I kind of started posting the TikToks so my senior year in high school is coming around 
and everybody, all the teachers, all my family, everybody's asking me, what are you doing after school? Where are you going to college? Where are you going mm. to college? Like, that's like in a small town, that's like, you know, where are you going to college at? Like what university? And I would always sit there and just lie like, oh, I'm planning on going here. Oh, I'm doing scholarship stuff. I'm doing this. I'm doing yeah. that. But yeah. I like I would tell them that I would tell them that just to make <laughs> them feel happy. You know, like for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't care what people think like at all. Like I don't care. Like I have like my vision and there's no distractions like it's tunnel vision. Like there's no nothing's getting in the way. But all these people asking, like, I got to tell them just so they're like, oh, cool. And then they move on, you know, like, mm. I don't want to sit there and discuss that. So the craziest thing, it's coming up like literally two weeks before I walk across the stage. Right. And everybody, like all the counselors, the principal, everybody's like coming to me like, yo, what are we going to say? Like when you cross the stage, like they're going <laughs> to say like, you know, like, oh, so-and-so is going to the Navy or so-and-so is going to med school at whatever and they're coming they're coming to me like bro you haven't put anything on like the paper like what are you gonna do you know and so i just like this was literally before i was posting memes on instagram right this was before tiktok all that they came to me and they're like dude you gotta write something down or else like we're not gonna say it or we're just gonna say your name it's gonna be awkward when you walk across the stage and i do you know what do you know what i told them what I said you said Harvard no no. (laughs) imagine you would have just finessed (laughs) I uh I said like I wrote it down I put chance plans to pursue a career in social media that was it nice Mm -hmm. and so everybody else everybody else walked across that stage and they all said like med school navy army Mm -hmm. going to you know, going to be whatever at the university. And then I get up and they're like, chance, you know, percent per <laughs> chance plans to pursue a career in social media. And then everybody's Damn. just like, okay, cool. And then start clapping, you know, like, <laughs> great, bro. Do you have a clip of that? Uh, I could probably find it. It's in the, it's in my yearbook and everything. It says it on there. Like, right. Social right. media. So, I so also, was that like your, was that like, what was your like senior quote? Did, did it did it have it under your like your under your like senior quote under that yeah i also didn't know what to put for the senior quote so i uh. missed the dead i missed the deadline and they took it off like an old like football saying and they just used it as my quote yeah so, yeah i I, rem- I remember my senior bro like it, it's crazy to see my senior quote. It was "Don't sleep, we got the heat." And then I had my my <laughs> shop Instagram, my shop at Instagram at designer underscore etc on the in the yearbook under my name. I, I like, like I will never forget that. Like they're like, "Are you serious?" They're like, "Are you serious, Dylan? You really want to do that?" I'm like, "One thousand percent, I want to do that." <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! If it was up to me, I would have put like right if I was in that position where I'm at right now but back in high school I would have put don't be that guy in a heartbeat I would have so chance you said you said your tunnel vision on your goals nothing can stop you when you lock in I know you want to do this full time that's like your main goal but what I know you can't tell us everything but what would you say is like what is your tunnel vision stuck on right now um just making it in social media like starting a business and just really like, cause social media is like the only thing that I feel like 
is good for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see myself, I don't see myself like clocking in somewhere and working. Like for me, like I've done that. It's not me. Like I used to work in a warehouse, a plumbing warehouse, dude, like on an assembly line. So it's like, I, I just can't see myself like working for working for somebody else and just not like, it's not what I want to do. So I'm not going to give full effort with social media and myself. It's like, it's like all eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying? Like that tunnel vision would be like me and like just doing social media, not even like I could be broke, bro. Like I'm not even lying. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm broke, but I am able to live off social media, like, dude, I would be more happy than making a hundred K a year at an office. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that. With me, that's it. And I, I have all of my goals. So I have a whiteboard with all my goals on this whiteboard and it is on my fridge and it's been there since the beginning of this year. So every morning when I wake up and I walk out of my bedroom, it's right there on my fridge, all my goals. I love that, man. I love that. And like, I remember the first time I spoke to you on the phone, you were telling me like how after work or, you know, um, or yeah, after, after school or whatever, you, you used to go to like Starbucks, you used to park in front of Starbucks, right? And you used to like edit all your content there. Yeah, bro. I didn't, um, at my house, we didn't have Wi-Fi, So, um, I would like film stuff. So I was living in like the country, right? Like cornfields, all that stuff again. Mm -hmm. So we, we didn't like, I had service on my phone, but I don't know if you've ever tried to upload a video off of an iPhone (laughs) six with one, with one bar. It just doesn't work, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would drive 20 minutes to Starbucks or Panera bread and go inside there. I also did that for college too. I did online college. So I also had to go to Starbucks or Panera Bread anyway. So I just two birds, one stone would post everything while I was sitting there doing my classes. Mm. And dude, I'm saying like, it would be like, I'd say 10 o'clock at night, 1030 p.m. And I would go out and get in my car and drive to Panera Bread to post a YouTube video and it get 180 views. And I'm like ecstatic, bro. I was so pumped. Yep. Yep. That's hustle. That's hustle. Yeah, but 1000% that is hustle. And like, you know, there's so many kids out there. There's so many people out there like making so many different excuses. Like you were saying before, like your friends are are saying, oh, I can't even I can't post that many times. It's really up to you. And um, going back to you saying like tunnel vision, right? I have the same exact I have the same exact mindset. It's like, well, you know, because a lot of people around me, they're like, oh, well, you should go to college because you, you, you should have like a plan B. I'm like, I don't want a plan B. Like, a plan A is, like, literally the only plan. If that, if that yeah, bro. doesn't happen, like, you know, then I'm just going to die. No, I was playing. No, but, but no, but for bro. real, though, like, I, I, I 1,000% understand that. And um, I, I, I definitely 1,000%. Yeah, and, and plan B, like, for me, the absolute worst case scenario, like, I'm optimistic, bro. I really am. Yeah. Um, the absolute worst case scenario is going and getting a job like and that yeah. doesn't sound that that's yeah. not bro that's not bad bro that's worst case scenario but like mm-hmm. that's just not you know not what i want to do like but that don't sound too bad as a backup uh, you you'll catch me probably working at that same starbucks bro yeah <laughs> i feel you dude feel you, you could you could go grab a social media job in your sleep after all this like that's 1, the thing that i feel like 
that's the thing people don't understand from this path of not going to college is like everything you do now is proof of concept for your skill set. Like you can go to a neighborhood business in your area and say, Hey, like I can help you bring people in the door by building up this, this, and this, and here's proof that I can do it. Like it's definitely, mm-hmm. I, I know someone who recently did that. He got a job at a sneaker shop because he has proof of concept. He knows how to do TikTok. He knows how to do Instagram. And, and that's a, it's, a, it's extremely in demand these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I, that's pretty much what I did. Um, so I was moving out of my parents' house and um, I was working at that warehouse again on an assembly line, making plumbing pipes and faucets and stuff like that. And I was moving almost an hour away. It's like 45 to like 50 minutes away from like my hometown up to downtown Kansas City. And um, I was moving that like almost hour away. And I pretty much I there's a sneaker store up here in Kansas City near downtown that I would go to like every weekend, every weekend, I would drive like that hour, like when people were at the football games and stuff like that, like on the weekends, I was like straight shot to Kansas City, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, like, I was in Kansas City, like I just liked the downtown like environment. So in downtown, there was a sneaker store called DVA percent. And Mm -hmm. I would go there like, literally every single weekend I would buy shoes, like buy all that kind of stuff, like clothes, shoes, whatever. And, um, eventually right before I moved out of my parents' house, I made a proposal to the owner. This was like really small business, probably like a hundred or less than a hundred pairs of shoes there, Mm. you know? So it's super, it was super small, super kind of in like the ghetto, but not really. And I like made a proposal, like, I would always talk to the owner while he was in there and I like made a proposal like, Hey, I can, you know, run your social media. I was like, I really need to have like X amount of money just because I'm moving out, you know, like per month or per week or whatever. Like, but I was like, I want to do your social media. And like, here's my page. Like, here's my TikTok, Here's my Instagram. Like, I'm like, dude, I can, I can do this. Like, give me a shot. Like I just let me do this, bro. Like, please. And he, pretty much called me and was like, you know what? Like, we're going to do it, bro. And so I quit my job at the plumbing place literally the day after. And then I totaled, I totaled my car cause I hit a deer and I moved. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I, I moved to downtown Kansas city with a few thousand dollars saved from working at this warehouse. I moved to downtown, no car. I had a rental for like the first like two weeks I was up here. I moved all my clothes and shoes with a rental car, like the one that they gave me while mine was messed up and screw it. Like I moved up here, started working there. I bought a new car and just started doing it, bro. There you go. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good, bro. I'm, I'm really proud of you for that, bro. For real. Of course. But, um, let me see. Right now we're we're about 36 minutes around like 40 minutes into the podcast. Uh but I want to get into the brand deals, right? Like we're just going to get straight into the brand deals, right? So um kind of like break down how your process is uh when you when a brand reaches out to you, right? Because I know right obviously leading up to this point you worked very hard um, and now you're you're finally getting brand deals. So anyone that's listening, anyone that's listening to this right now, um, you're right. There's going to be a few brands, smaller brands, bigger brands that's, that's going to reach out to you. And uh, I want to know how Chance Percy does it, because he has 
a lot of bigger brands reaching out to him to do brand deals. Um, for me personally, I've, I've had a few, a few bigger, uh, bigger brand deals. Um, I know Dom has like a different perspective if you guys listen to our past podcast, mm-hmm. but um, go ahead and break down your process when a brand reaches out to you, bro. So pretty much, I don't really know. I just kind of like, I try to be as professional, like professional as possible. Try to get back with them as quick as possible. And if what I would say to people that want to do this kind of stuff is it takes patience, patience and personality, I would say, Mm -hmm. because if you're doing this social media stuff just for the brand deals, it's not going to work, bro. I promise you it's not going to (laughs) work. When all of us started, there was no brand deals. There was no creator fund. There was none of that stuff like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're, if you're just trying to go viral and get paid, like it's, um, it's going to be a rocky road for you, buddy. Like, (laughs) so I would say, I would say patience, patience is key. Like the, the money will eventually come. The brand deals will eventually come. Like all that stuff will come eventually. So what I used to do once again, when I was still working at that warehouse every day, I would DM five people a day or email Mm. DM or email five people a day. And then what at at Monday through Friday, that's like what? 25 people or whatever. Right. So 25 people and bro, you DM 25 people a week. I guarantee like two to like, two to like four will message you back and be like, let's do it or product exchange for video or like, no thanks or whatever. But like, for me, it was like, no is the absolute worst case scenario. So it's like, dude, it doesn't even matter. You know, if it happens, it happens. If not cool. Is there any kind of methodology for how you pick what brands that you want to work with? Um, When you were, I, I would definitely say like, for the brands, I would try to keep it in your niche. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I love cars and I love dirt bikes. Like, that's stuff that I do. But you're probably not going to see me doing, like, a brand <laughs> deal for a car or dirt bikes. Because that's just, like, not – it's, like, not really, like – In your niche. Yeah, it's not in my niche. And, like, it's just not really going to benefit me or the company type of thing, you know? Right. Unless I can somehow, like, merge it with, like, sneakers in my audience or whatever, like – I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like, you got to kind of, kind of weigh out what's going on. But another thing I would not just like only try to work with like huge brands, you know, like if a Mm -hmm. smaller brand, if a smaller brand hits you like a clothing brand with like 300 followers, do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give them a chance. If it works, it works. If not, whatever. But like, I don't know. Like I, I, if it was like in my niche, I'll give it a shot. Like I'll talk to the people, talk to the marketing, whoever's on the other side and just, you know, just talk to them like a normal person and see, work something out. If not cool, like it's not really that big of a deal with bigger brands. It's a little bit more serious because then, then you get, you know, you get into like money, you get into like tax forms, you get into stuff like that. And that's, that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah, man. I I feel like, a lot of people need to be ready for that as well, because I was actually talking to uh, one of my one of my friends that's actually doing really, really well on TikTok. And um, 
you know, he's he got a he's getting a he has an opportunity to do a brand deal with Smiths, right? So mm-hmm. kind of like his his question too was like, um, you know, how much would like you don't have to like this is just like in general, right? Because he wants how much he should charge um Smiths to do like a brand deal with him, right? So like for me, what I said to him was First, I would ask for their marketing budget, right? And then see and then see, you know, how 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 it is to get paid and and all this stuff because I know you have to fill out a W9 if the if the you know, if the if the price if the marketing price is around like 6 600, dollars right? 600 um, plus, yeah. Yeah, around that. So you need to get a W you have to get a W9 fill out fill all that out so that you, you could file taxes on that money. Um, but yeah, like, how would you, how would you kind of like, uh, how would you find out or how would you figure out a budget for like a specific brand? Because I know it's, I know it's different for bigger brands, such as like, um, you know, offer up and it's eBay, all this stuff compared to like a smaller brand, like you just mentioned, like a 300 follower, um, clothing brand, right? How would you kind of like figure out the marketing budget with them? Um, so I would, I would take into consideration like other creators, your size, like I would say I'm pretty good at like networking. Like I would Mm -hmm. reach out to other people. Hey, you know, promos, how, how much are you charging or how much are, you know, what's like your base type of thing, reach out to other creators and also just do off like previous whether it's promotion or maybe you, maybe you did a story post for a local, you know, restaurant or whatever. It could be anything. You just, I kind of like take into all those factors. And then, you know, if it's something that I really mess with, like I might even do it for free. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Like it's it's funny because you sound like, like what, what you're, what you're saying right now is basically like, what Dom and I were exactly like saying like word for word, because if, if, if we actually mess with the brand or if we actually mess, mess with like the business that, that wants to do a brand deal with us, like we would absolutely do it for free. Right. And, and then like another thing that you said too, is like you, we have, it has to like fit in with our niche and we, we personally have to like believe, I personally have to like believe in the brand enough to a brand deal for someone else. So, um, another thing that you have to factor in when it comes with brand deals, and I'm really glad that you brought that up is let's just say this account with a thousand followers or 3000 followers, right. In your niche, maybe they sell, maybe they resell shoes. Maybe they do laces. Maybe they're a cleaner, whatever it needs, like whatever it is, cook group, this account with one to 3000 followers messages you wanting you to promote their product, right? Mm-hmm. Whether for, for however much money they could pay you a stupid amount of money, like outrageous <laughs> amount of money to promote this like 3000 follower, you know, laces company or a t-shirt company or whatever it needs to be. But another thing you have to factor in is when you do a brand deal with somebody, you are now kind of tied to that. Exactly. So exactly. For, for example, if, if you do, a, a, a brand deal with uh, I, I'm just for example a shoelace company you know if you do a brand deal for them they pay you whatever you get your money you promote this product right and then what if 
a month later or a week later, they turn around and scam somebody or they turn around and mm-hmm. do something really, really, really shady. Then that um, that kind of reflects on you because you just made a video about how much you love their product. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of ties you in with them in that as- aspect, you know? thousand percent. And that makes you look as well. Right. So that's like, that's what you have to take into it, you into consideration. And you also can't be doing brand deals like every single day with whoever will reach out to you because eventually, yeah. eventually it's going to happen. And I know that did happen with, I'm not going to name names, but when that, um, the devil's shoe came out, the Air Max one, mm-hmm. um, with like the blood in it, I know a lot of, um, creators that I am friends with had the opportunity to do it and they turned it down because they thought it would be too much controversy. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to be tied to anything that has to do with controversy. So you have to be very, very careful. So, and that, and that happened, like they were going to send these shoes to people that I am friends with, like on social media and before it even happened and then by the time it was like releasing then a whole like huge controversy came out and you know what i'm saying then you would be kind of tied to that so you have to you have to take into consideration like even if it's a small company or maybe it's a huge company you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like you you really have to you really have to make sure that it's good before you put your social media on the line because you can get canceled in like the drop of a hat, dude. Right. Mm. 1000%. <laughs> like, uh, with, with that, with that, um, with that little Nas X shoe, like did they, did they send those shoes out to those creators and like, did they do a review on them? Um, I don't really want to speak on like that a whole bunch, but they, (laughs) they, they were like offering to send them with money or no money or whatever. I don't know about how that worked, but they wanted to do like a review on the shoe or their thoughts on it or whatever, you know? So then I'm just using them as an example. I don't have any, like any, any connection with that, but like, yeah, 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 yeah you know what I'm saying? Like you're kind of putting, putting your, your personal brand on the line. And then I don't know, like for, for somebody that you might not really know that well, and you're putting your neck out kind of for them, like they're paying you or they're, or they're giving you product exchange, whatever it has to be. But you have to also think, is that, you know, is that worth your entire social media presence or, right. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, Cause what, what we were talking about before was let's just say, you know, a smaller reseller wants to reach out to you for a promo on your story. Let's just say you do it. And then that, that personal, like that actual reseller is like a scammer. Right. So mm-hmm. again, like you're tying yourself behind that person and uh, you're basically saying like this person is 1000% legit. Kind of same thing as like, like refs, like Dom, I, I know mm-hmm. you, you leave a lot of refs cause I know a lot yeah. of resellers that I've never done business with or resellers like I'll meet them in person and um, and they'll be like, oh, can you leave me a ref? Uh, and, you, you know, we like, for example, like this guy in Seattle, he literally gave me a bottle of of uh, Murakami Takashi um, carbon. Right. 
And then he goes, hey, bro, you think you could leave me a ref? I'm like, what? You gave me a <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> like, what do you want yeah. me to do? <laughs> like, transaction went smooth. Like, great, bro. Dude. Yeah, like, it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you, you gave me a bottle of water. So, like, you know, just I, I wasn't going to take it at all. He's like, bro, please. I was like, all right, but I was like, so I took on his post, on his dress post, I put, gave me a bottle of water. I didn't put anything else because I'm pretty sure he was going <laughs> to say, like, I, I'm pretty sure he wanted to say, like, good business or legit business, something like that. Right. But again, like, I don't know this person personally for me to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I just want to I just want to say my thoughts on that, too, because I know I, I do leave a lot of reps. Um, mm-hmm. the, the big thing for me is just exactly what you said, like describe exactly what happened in the deal. Don't do anything short and sweet, like legit business or anything stupid like that. Like explain what actually happened with the deal. So like if you went in person and someone gave you a water bottle, say the person gave me a water bottle or like if you went to a local deal and the deal went smooth, say like we had a smooth deal, but we met in person. You know what I mean? So then, then the person on the other end can decide what to take from your ref. Right. 1000%. Yeah. And, and you also have to, you also have to take into consideration who you're following as well, because I have went to buy stuff. Like, for example, my girlfriend's birthday was a couple days ago and I wanted to buy her a pair of shoes for her birthday, but they were, they were, um, the fire red threes. She loves them. You know what I'm saying? But that's an, that's an older shoe. That's not something that I wanted to get on stock eggs or something that I, you know, so it was like, you got to kind of find out like where, you know, so I found somebody who was selling them on eBay and then I connected the eBay to their Instagram and then I messaged them on Instagram and it said they were being followed by somebody that I was like friends with, like also has social media, has thousands of followers said that they were following this like small resale account. Right. So, and the, the guy was like, yeah, let's do cash app you know, for the shoes. And I was like, hold on a sec. So, <laughs> um, so I messaged the, the, one of my friends who's a creator who was following this guy. And I was like, yo, I want to buy these shoes from this guy, but he wants to do cash app. It feels, it just doesn't feel right. Like, do you know him? Like, what's, you know, and, and then this creator was like, oh no, like I followed him probably a long time ago when I was trying to, you know, when I was trying to grow my account. Right. And then that like if I never reached out, I would have been like, oh, my homie follows him. Like, cool. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. You know, like if, if I'm going to buy a pair of shoes and it's like D Sangle follows him, then I'm, I'm going to think like, oh, like, cool. Like, he's probably legit or yeah. or whatever. Like, you got to You got to take that into consideration. That's why I don't follow like random people. I don't really follow like random like resell accounts. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. Yeah. I don't want my name associated with that. Like, oh, Chance follows him. Like, cool. He's he's probably good. Like, right. I it's like that. a false false sense of security. And I never kind of... actually like really like thought about that because I don't know, man. Because I, for me personally, like, um, I know a lot of people that follow like these scam pages that other other people, other buyers that want to buy off me are like trying to like send me like these profiles and I'm like, Oh, let me do some research. And then like, I, I go to that, that person's profile, that scammer's profile. And then like a bunch of people are like following them. Right. Like it's yeah. 1000%. I gotta, I actually gotta look into that more and I gotta, I gotta be aware because there's a lot of like random people that just like 
oh, you know, at D Sangle, follow me because, you know, you inspired me to resell or something like that. And like, I don't know, because a part of me is like, you know, I want to be there for them. I, I want to be there to like make their day. But then again, like, I don't know what kind of business they conduct. Yeah, like you got to be careful. Like, I would go through and clean out like the people that you're following. Like if you don't know them or you don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've never done business, maybe you don't know them, like whatever, if they're just kind of a random person, I probably wouldn't follow them because if somebody goes to buy a pair of shoes and it says, Oh, followed by D Sangle, then it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a false sense of security type of thing, you know? Right. I feel And you. I would, I would not want somebody to get scammed. And then, you know, like, <laughs> because it says i follow them or you know what i'm saying it's just like that right i think i think dom didn't you didn't you like go through something like this before yeah i've had i had this exact situation actually where someone was like yo like this guy just scammed me and you follow him like what's up with that and i'm just like i did something a while ago where i was like i'm gonna follow back everyone who subscribes to my youtube and of course (laughs) you hate to admit it but early in the process too i would follow random accounts to get a couple of follow backs they just kind of get off the ground when you're starting at literally zero followers i don't know if you guys have both done that but i know chance kind of just referenced that but so yeah there are some people i follow who i wouldn't put my brand behind so i did have something similar happen like exactly similar to that happened to me and i think it's a good call it's like after this podcast i'll probably go through both my accounts and like unfollow everyone who i don't fully trust but it's tough too because like if i go like let's say i've been going to a lot of events lately i like to follow all the local guys right because it's Mm -hmm. just easy business because if they put up a steal on their story i'll just go drive to them so it's like it's tough it's tough because just because i made a deal with someone at an event in LA doesn't mean I would put my whole brand behind them. So that's why it's like, hopefully people just reach out to you. Like, like what Chance said, hopefully people will just reach out first and be like, yo, I see you follow this person. Do you like trust them? But unfortunately some people just kind of jump the gun. So it's just something I know me and you were talking about this on the last podcast, whenever you associate yourself with another brand or person in any kind of way, you got to be really careful with it. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's two sided as well. You cannot trust people because of their followers. Like, do you know yeah. how easy, yeah. you know how easy it is to get 10 K on Instagram, like by paying for it? Like it's not that hard. So right. just because somebody has a hundred thousand followers or even verified, I know some scam schemey, like slimy stuff. They're verified and you know, they're screwing people over. Like that's not wow. cool. So you can't, you can't like, you can pay for all that. You could pay for a following. You could pay for a, for a blue check. Like, so you also have to be very careful with that because just because this brand or company or whatever it is, like just because they have followers doesn't mean they're like legit or does not mean that they're, they're trustworthy, you know? And that's, that's, that's what I, that's going back to the whole brand deal thing. That's why I like to talk with them like a normal person, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm meeting them in person, like I want to talk to them. I want to find out their intentions. I want to find out, right. you know, what's going on. And because, you know, if, if a brand hits you up with a hundred thousand followers and wants you to promote, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not always like what it looks like type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And like, I know a lot of people that, that buy their, their refs, right. They buy, or like they pay people to like leave references for, and um, 
you know that yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy you could you could literally pay for anything on especially through social media you could pay for followers like like chance said mm-hmm. likes comments all that stuff you know so you really just got to do your research so for example if you see all these refs i would definitely like reach out to like 10 at least like 10 of them and be like yo is this guy actually legit you know and then and then you know try to figure out from there because i'm i'm going to be honest right i'm i'm actually guilty of like getting scammed because i've actually you know it's crazy i've done business with like i got scammed like a few like a few months ago right and it was for 320 dollars. but the thing is the reason why i trusted this guy sent uh, gifting the payment via cash app was because i've done business with him before and he's joined some of my waffles on on my business page right and you know he's bought sneakers from me um i've never personally bought sneakers off of him though right so you know i was in desperate need Right. And here's the thing, like you tend to get scammed or you tend to get like screwed over. And when you want something fast or if you you, like desperately like need it. Right. So like I needed a size 13 um, UNC Jordan four for an NFL football player. So, you know, I was promoting on, on all my social media platforms like, yo, I need this size 13 UNC Jordan four. Um. And so he's like, yo, bro, like he was one of the first person to hit me up. He's like, yo, bro, I got this size, uh, this size 13 UNC4. He sent me photos. Bro, he literally had like every single thing that you needed. Um, right. So like it looked it looked 1000 percent legit. He had all the photos, a size tag, everything. Right. So I was like, well, how do you want to do this? Like, I I'm I only because for me, usually I only do GUA. I only do GUA. And then for him, I was like, you know what? You know, I'll I'll uh you know I'll I'll step out of the band boundaries a little bit because I need this pair as soon as possible, right? So I paid him the three hundred twenty, and I was like, "Yo, when are you gonna ship them out?" And then you know he's like, oh, "I'll ship them out tomorrow," right? And I was like, "I was like, all right, can you send me tracking?" And then he was like, he was like, he's like, "Yeah, bro, I got you." I was like, "Hop," I was like, "Let's hop on a phone call real quick because I want to make sure." And then after you know a few hours, dude blocks me, changes his whole username, everything, so I couldn't even find him. I tried exposing him like really fast, but then, you know, there's really nothing else you could do, you know? So like, you really got to be careful, right? Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like it's easier said than done, but that just goes to show you even people with bigger platforms and people that are actually reliable and legit can actually get scammed and fucked over later on too. Yeah. And you said that guys bought stuff from you tuned into your life. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know it's what I'm crazy. saying? You can't trust anyone, bro. It'd be, it be your <laughs> own people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's crazy. It's and, crazy. And to him, to him, it was probably like, oh, like 320, that's nothing to him. Like, yeah. he probably, you know, but like, that's, that's just messed up. Like, that's how you, that's how you live, bro. Like, yeah. with me, like, social media, that's how I pay my bills, bro. Like, same thing with you. That's, that's how you live, bro. So right, right. they might think like, oh, he has a certain amount of followers. Like, dude, that's nothing. And it's like, right. no, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, like I have, I actually have one more question. So let's just say, let's just say like, if, if, um, if you were to do a brand deal, do you get paid before the video or after you post a video? And um, how does that all work? And do you like sign contracts and all that stuff? Because I know like, I know like there's different, like, there's like different legalities with that because let's just say you were post a video, you leave it up, it gets a few thousand views. What if the brand doesn't pay you? Like, well, how, how does, how do you deal with that? 
So there's multiple different ways for this to work. Um, the brand might pay you like before you even do the video. The brand might pay you after you send like the draft. You know, you send them the draft of the video before you post it. They critique it, make sure it's all good. And then they pay you. And then there's also like some companies do, they pay you like 30 days after the video goes live type of thing. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't really mess with that, bro. You know what I, I mean? I understand. I understand that. But like, if it's a bigger brand, like, I don't know, like there's like legal stuff involved. There's tax forms. There's, you know, all that behind the scenes, there's contracts, there's tax forms, there's all that kind of stuff. So even if you get paid a month after, you know, like there is that sense of security. Yeah. It kind of sucks, but like, (laughs) I don't know. You, you got to just weigh out like, you know, weigh out how you're doing it, you know? Right. Right. Okay. So, cause I don't know. Cause they're, they're, cause again, like there was this brand that reached out to me. They're like, after you post a video, we'll pay you two weeks. I, bro. I didn't even know there was a brand that pays you like a month after I was getting mad over two weeks. <laughs> yeah, bro. But, but you, you gotta just, you gotta weigh it out. Like, would I wait the whole month to get paid from a smaller company? Probably not unless I trust them or whatever. But like usually the, the brands that do the whole like 15 to 30 days after, usually they're established and you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're bigger. If I would, if I would, uh, you know, say that like usually when they do that, like you're not going to find a smaller business offering that. Like usually it's like a bigger brand with a lot of like credibility. Right. Right, I feel that one thousand percent. Dom, do you have any extra any any extra additions? No, not on that topic. I haven't done a lot of brand deals. It just hasn't been something I've been interested in personally. But um, it's it's interesting to hear the whole process. There's a lot that goes into it for sure. I mean, it's a lot like any other deal that you make, where you have all the complications of like when do you provide the service, when do you get paid, what kind of tax stuff needs to go into it. So, a lot of moving parts. Awesome, man. So yeah, man. Chance, we appreciate wait, you wait, so wait, wait. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on. There is one thing that I wanted to ask <laughs> both of you guys go ahead, go ahead, before. Go ahead. I want to know, so I want to know, like, it can be short, it can be a story, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I want to know, um, what is one of the craziest things that have happened to either one of you in public or at like a sneaker meetup or something that has to do with like in-person type of thing. And uh, I can tell you, I can tell you mine as well. Oh, okay. Good I got to end it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Go. Uh, well, like I have like one, like, really, like that still like sticks to my head till this day. Like I thank God I'm, I'm good. But like, Dom, you want to go first, or or should I go first? I'll I'll go first. I have a feeling mine's go gonna ahead. be the least the least overwhelming or the go most. Ahead, bro. most. <laughs> go ahead. I, th- I think one of the craziest things for me was just I drove, I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes out for a deal. I've been talking to this guy for a while. He sent me videos of all this stuff, and so we pull up, we pull up at this random restaurant, and he just comes out with a fucking bucket full of shoes and we start going through them and it's like the first one we look at we're like oh damn like this one's fake like that's crazy and then the second one it's like ah fuck like these are fake and the third one it's like all right this guy's just telling us straight fakes like so it was it was super awkward but 
I don't know. I never, I never felt like I was in danger. We were never like even close to considering buying anything from him because they were all just like atrocious fakes, but it was just crazy. It was like, I got back in my car afterwards and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) (laughs) That's mine. Bro, that, yeah, that, that's crazy. Cause I've seen a lot of YouTube videos like that where they drive like super far and then like you get fucked over because they try to sell you fakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they don't, and they don't give you any pictures before they kind of lure you in by saying like, I got to get rid of a hundred pairs. Like I'll give you good deals, but like, I just have all of it. Like I have too much stuff to send pictures, like just come out and we'll negotiate. And I was like, and you're like that dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're, Don's like, I got to steal. But but that's why it's kind of scary to do business on like offer up and Facebook marketplace, because you, you never know, you know, if these people are legit, if they're like, you know, because, because look in my case, right. I found I found this girl trying to sell like a bunch of her sh- like she was really trying to sell all like her whole collection. Right. So she hit me up on Instagram. Um, and so, you know, I was like, all right, we can meet up at this time. Usually I don't meet up at night, but this it, it was like 11 p.m. Right. And I thought it was just going to be her. Right. And then she was just going to bring the shoes. I was going to you know give her a price. I was going to cash her out on all her pairs. So I get to the meetup. And, like, they're both just, like, smoking weed and, like, just high as fuck, right? And, um, you know, so I get there, and I was just like, I was like, what's up? Like, you know, so so the girl and I start to negotiate because it's it's her shoes. But then she, she, she had her, she had her boyfriend, and her boyfriend was, like, like a 6'5" like big ass buff dude like it was you know and he he was like literally standing right there next to me like trying to do trying to trying to negotiate with his with his girl right so um you know i pick and choose like different pairs that i want and i picked like all of the good jordan ones right um so i gave her so she gave me a price i was like i think i think her price was like 2300 and then i i counter offered like 2100 right and um and then the dude stepped in he goes hey bro like that's not gonna work like you better he's like he's like you better give her what she wants because like we're not gonna go lower than that and i was like i was like well you know like there i gotta make money on top too and then his girl and then and then the girl was like like babe it's okay i got this right so we agreed to like 2150 or 2200 right but the thing was right i had already i had already reached my limits on zell cash app and um they didn't have apple pay or paypal right so i had to go home um and get cash right and uh again like it was we, we were literally the only ones in the parking lot it was a random mm-hmm. like public spot at 11 p.m and like i was so scared like i thought they were literally gonna you know i so i i, I thought they were gonna rob me or do you you know do something to me but like i was like all right i have to go home and I have to, um, I have to get the cash. And he was like, he's like, nah, bro, we need the money now. I'm like, well, bro, I don't got the cash on me right now, you know. So like, I left, and then once I got home, you know, I was counting up the cash, and I was like, dang, like, low key, what if, what if they like try to beat me up, or you know, I was going through all the, all the, all the different situations in my head. I'm like, what if they like rob me? What if they just take the money and this, you know, run, run, run away with the shoes, you know? So I was like. I, I kind of followed my intuition. I was like, dang, like, 
I don't want to really, I don't want to go through that right now, you know? So I stayed home. I, I hit him up. I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I, I ran into a family emergency. I can't, I can't go to the meetup. And then from then on, you know, it, it, it was funny because the next day uh, I saw my, I saw one, one of my friends because um, one of my friends has a shop out here in Vegas. So the next day they went to my friend's shop and, he, and my friend bought all of the Jordan ones that I was going to buy. And I was like, damn, like I kind of slept at the same time too. I was like, you know, but you, you can't, bro, you can't like dog yourself for that because you did not feel comfortable and maybe that decision-making, you know, in the future, or maybe that like you learned your lesson type of thing. Bro, I did. And like, I, I kid you not, I was in, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't have anything on me. Right. Like, um, you know, now, you know, now I'm pretty secure, right. I'm not going to get into that, but uh, you know, um, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of like a scary situation. Like it was going to be like two on one. Like what if the dude like started beating me up, the girl started, you know, like she, she got away with all the shoes and my money, you know, like that could have happened. Um, and, uh, that again, just for anyone listening to this, that stuff does happen. And, um, you know, I, I, I seen people here in Las Vegas alone get killed for two pairs of Yeezys. Like literally, like yeah. shut up just for two pairs of Yeezys, or get, or n- not even just that, getting getting like a knife or a gun pulled out on them, you know. And and here's the thing, like if you ever go through a situation like that, just just give them the shoes, right? Give them give them the money, give them the shoes, right? Because y- your life is not worth those shoes or that whatever amount of money it is, right? right. Yeah, and I'll I'll um I'll get into mine. So there's. There's three that come to mind for me. I'll keep them short so it doesn't take forever. Um, the first one, it's not really a scary thing, but I actually, when I was reselling, I had to drive like into this sketchy area and I had like a trunk full of shoes because I was meeting multiple different people in the same day. Right. So I had a trunk full of shoes, but I was only selling this guy like one pair. So he tells me like, yo, pull up to this McDonald's, broad daylight, whatever, pull up to this McDonald's. I want to buy this one pair of shoes. And they were like a hundred bucks. Like they were, they were fire red fives, the old like black tongue pair. And um, they were like, they weren't like beat, but they were like, not, you know, not the best hundred bucks, whatever. So we pull, I'm like there waiting. I'm like, yo bro, where you at? Where you at? I'm like a bad area, but it's like, it's like broad daylight, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'm pulling up right now. I'm, I'm on lunch right now. Like, I'm pulling up, bro. So I'm like, cool. So we're waiting there. Dude, I swear he pulls up. He's in a mail truck, bro. And he hops out and rips the, like, the mail truck back end open. And <laughs> he, he buys the one pair. And I was like, he was telling about how he wanted to start collection, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I got these. I didn't show them all. But I was like, hey, I got, like, another pair. It's the fire red, the, the reflective tongue. But it was the older pair. I was like, I got these too. Like, if you like fives, and he's like, man, I don't really got a whole lot of money. Like, I still got to have enough money to eat lunch. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm on my lunch break, and I got, I still got to go buy lunch. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. He was like, well, I really want them. So this man skipped lunch and bought another pair of shoes. And then when I left, he he put them in the back of the mail truck, closed the little hatch, and was on his way, like a USPS like mail truck, bro. No I swear. Way. So this other scenario that comes to mind for me, and this is kind of why I don't really resell anymore, is because on um, 
a local meetup site. I'm not going to say what it is. Um, so I would get like these steels, right? So the shoes that I was selling were purple metallic fours. I got them for $35. And I used to get like, I used to get crazy steals, like the, the red pair of the metallic fours. I got those for also, I think 40 or 50 bucks. I got oh, there's them no here. way used or brand new, like worn one, like clean bro. bro. And, um, I've gotten, um, a whole bunch of stuff. I'm talking steals. Like you just gotta, you gotta be looking and you gotta always be on top of it and you will find those like the sent the person the person that takes a picture of their closet and just puts like shoes for sale, hundred bucks, like take them <laughs> like you, you'll find them, but you really uh, got to be looking type thing. Yeah. So anyway, I got these purple metallic fours. I got them for $35. I got them off of like this guy who's, I think he was a crackhead. He like really needed the money. We, he had them listed for like one fifty, and then we negotiated down to like 80 and then when I get there, he was like, he drove like an out over an hour to meet me, to meet me. <laughs> what? Like he drove like an hour to me for these, <laughs> for these metallics. Anyway, so we get there, we, we agreed on like 80, right? And then he gets out and he was like, yeah, they're kind of beat, like they're kind of worn, like you could just offer me whatever. So I'm like 35 bucks. And he was like, take them, bro, whatever. Whoa. So... Yeah, like he he like talked himself like down. I, I didn't. Crazy. I literally got out the car and he was like, "Yeah, like I'll just take anything, bro. Like they're they're kind of worn, like whatever." So I'm like, "Cool, I got these for thirty five bucks, like bet." So I posted them, like I got a steal on those. So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna throw up a steal yeah. on you know local meetup sites, whatever." So I'm gonna throw up a steal, like I got a steal. I'm hooking somebody else up. <laughs> Yeah. So I put them for like, I think I put them at like 130 or something like that. Yeah, and they were worn. Bad. They were worn like something like that. They were worn like once or twice. No box, but like, you know, they were clean. 130, it's a steal. Like I'm helping somebody else out, right? So I list them for sale and my phone like blows up, bro. Like, because <laughs> I listed them on multiple different local meetup mm. sites, right? So, cause at this time I did not like when I was reselling heavy, I didn't like shipping. I didn't like it. I didn't like buying online. I hated it. Like didn't like doing it. Cause it's just too much drama. Like I could make more money locally doing it and it's a lot easier. So I never right. bought or sold stuff online unless it was like really couldn't move it. Right. So anyway, my phone, my phone blows up over these $130 um, metallic fours. Right. So I, me being the, the way that I am, the very first, the very first person that messaged me, I gave him like first dibs, right? The very first dude I messaged him, I was like, Hey, I have a lot of offers on these. Like a whole bunch of people are messaging me, but you were the first person. So I'm going to let you get first dibs. Like just being, being like considerate, you know? And the guy's like, yeah, like, thank you. I want them. Like I'll, I'll pay like the asking price, like whatever, bro. Like I, I need them, you know? So I'm like, cool. When can you meet? And he didn't respond. And then it was like mm -hmm. 11, it was like 1130 that night. And I'm like, dude, like I'm giving you like a couple more hours, bro. Like, and then they're gone. Cause I got people that live, you know, like friends that are like, dude, I need them. Like I will be there <laughs> like type of thing. Yeah. So I'm telling this dude, I'm like, yo, like I messaged him and he's not responding. Like, yo dude, first dibs. And then he messaged me at like 1130 at night. 
And this is when I was still living at my parents' house. And he was like, yeah, like, I'm available. Like, can you come right now type of thing? And I was like, uh, he was living, like, downtown. And I was still living out in the country at my parents' house, like, an hour away. He was, like, downtown at, like, it would have been, like, 1 a.m. by the time I would have got there. <laughs> and so I'm like, nah, bro, like, can't do it at night, like, whatever whatever bro so next day rolls around i'm like hey bro these shoes are selling today like regardless of who's buying them like i'm giving you first dibs but if you don't like i will sell them today like type of thing right and so this was like right after they came out like you don't really find used pairs like right when they come out so um anyway so he he's like yeah bro i want them like i like thank you like i appreciate that so much that you're like so i'm like cool he's like meet me up here at this location, whatever. So I'm like, cool. And I, I look at the, the, the place and it's an apartment complex in like not a very good area. Mm. So I'm like, Hey, can you meet at a gas station? Like quick trip or something like that. I don't know if you guys have quick trip over there, but yeah. Um, I'm like quick trip. That's usually where my go-to was like a, a, a nice quick trip. Right. And he's like, he's like, nah, this is like my apartment. And I, I zoomed in on the maps and I was like, hey, there's a quick trip literally right down the street, like walking distance. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, no, I got my kids with me. Like, I, I don't want to bring my kids to meet up with a random person on like a meetup <laughs> site. You know, he's like, yeah. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to have to walk with my kids. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, like. I guess. So I pull up to this apartment complex. Mistake number one. Um, <laughs> never, yeah. never, ever do that. Ever. <laughs> so I pull up to this dude's apartment complex. I got my girlfriend with me. I have my brother with me. My brother's like a 6'2", like athlete. He's in high school, but he's like beefy, big athlete, dude. So we pull up, it's in a not good area. There's people outside, like playing in the street, like basketball. Um, you know, there's people just looking at all at me like it was weird. So I pull up, dude's in like a hat with a hood over his hat. So in my rule, what I always did when I sell shoes, I get out and I put the shoes on my trunk and I open them and I hand them one of the shoes yeah. while I am sitting with the trunk of my car. You know what I'm saying? So we get out. I like dab him up. He's super cool, whatever, but his kids aren't with him. And there's like, there's like probably three dudes just like acting like they don't see me, but they're watching me like off in the, mm. you know, around the corner. I'm like, had a horrible feeling. I told my brother, I was like, Hey, can you get out with me? Like, I don't want to do this by myself. Just get out with me. And, um, so sorry, my <laughs> little alarm things went off, but so I told my brother, get out with me whatever so i get out and my brother's about to get out and the guy's like what's up bro like dabs me up so my brother's like oh he's cool and then like stays in the car so i get out <laughs> there's like three dudes in the distance all staring at me and i like put the shoes on my trunk and i give him one he's like appreciate you man like you know whatever so i like put the shoes like back in the box and uh the guy gives me the cash but it was like folded up like wadded up cash mm -hmm. and i swear right when my fingertips touched that cash this dude grabbed my shoes and turned around and was dead sprint out of there before my fingers even fully grasped the cash right 
So I like kind of panic and I'm like looking around like what is going on? And I just wad the cash up, throw it in my pocket and get in my car. I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on, but I'm out. Like I'm leaving. And so as I'm like driving, I pull this cash out of my pocket and bro, it's printer paper. Like the, the worst fake (laughs) money you've ever seen, bro. Like bad, bro. That's crazy. So, um, I'm like, whatever. It was only a $35 L like, dude, I'm not. I'm I'm not worried about it, but it like that real that made me realize like oh this is real life like th- mm-hmm. this can happen type of thing, and so I put it on my Instagram that I got scammed or whatever. I didn't say the dude's name. I didn't nothing. The dude blocked me on whatever local meetup site it was. Blocked me, changed his account, whatever. Um, so I put it on my my story right, and this dude messaged me, and he was a local reseller. And he was like, yo, where was it at? And I was like, oh, I sent him like the area. And he was like, no way, where was it at? Like, what was the actual address? So I sent him the address of this apartment complex. I don't even think the dude lived at the apartment complex, but I don't know. So he sent me, he said across the street, there was a baseball field. And so he went and he sent me a picture of this guy. Because apparently he messaged this guy on another website. And so this local reseller sent me a picture of this guy and I'm like, yo, that's him. Like, that's the dude. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yo, like a month before this, he goes, I met that guy at these baseball fields and I was supposed to be buying like a bulk deal, like eight pairs of shoes, 10 pairs of shoes or whatever. So this poor kid was by himself and he didn't tell his parents where he was going because it was a bad area and he didn't want his parents to freak out. So wow. he went by himself, like probably 16, 17. This kid went by himself with like $3,000 cash to go buy like this, this bulk deal. And he met up with the guy at these baseball fields and the guy only had two pairs. And so he was like, yeah, my, my cousin's coming with the rest. Like he's on his way. Like he's coming here. So this kid was like, oh, okay, whatever. So then uh, the, the people pull up. And they get out and they held a gun to his head and they took all of his money and told him to get out of there. Crazy. That's crazy. I mean, like, that's, that's like, that's, um, that's what people go through. And people are literally dying over all this stuff, right? Like not even just like money and all this other material stuff in general. Right. And, um, you know, you, you, I, I guess, I guess for me personally, like I, I've been to a lot of sketchy meetups and, uh, you know, I brought my dad, I, you know, um, I bring people, I always bring people with me, especially if I'm going through like these, these like sketchy meetups at night. Right. So, I mean, you guys, you guys heard all three experiences, right? Everyone listening right now, you guys heard all three experiences from me, Chance and Dom. Yep. And, yeah. um, and it's, it's like, bro, you gotta like, you got to think like I've, I never, like, I didn't say this, but I've had guns pulled on me. I've had like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've personally had a gun pulled on me over a pair of shoes and it's like for, for like advice to these people, it is not worth it. Like when I put that on my story, people, people message me like, yo, I would have done this. I would have done this. Like you're not taking my, no bro. Like it ain't worth it. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not worth it. Be very careful, especially if you're a younger reseller. Like, 
at the end of the day, if you, dude, I had a feeling in my stomach when I went to that, that first meetup and I was just like, you know, I should have followed my gut, but I was like giving this guy, like I was trying to be nice and give this guy first dibs, you know, and it came back around and just uh, didn't work. So yeah, got to be very, very, very careful. I yeah. appreciate you I for sharing that's... that, bro. Yeah, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dom. I was going to say, I think that's a good thing to end on is like uh, at all these in-person things, you got to be really careful and always just trust your gut. Remember what's actually important and like afraid to miss out on a deal for your own safety right 1000 percent. and if and if it sounds too good to be true then it probably it is. probably is bro like <laughs> i've gotten shoes for <laughs> under 100 bucks steals bro but like if it sounds too good to be true bro it probably it is. is like yep, real 100%. talk yep yep amen um chance we, we usually do this too at the end like what do you think is a good title to um for this podcast personally um that kind of <laughs> gets i don't know we we're kind of all over the place bro we were that's how we I do mean, it like for, for me I, I think i think a good one is things to be aware about as a sneaker or like sneaker resellers need to be aware of this yeah but we but we also went over the whole like influencer brand deal stuff like that I so agree. But that's also I don't know, like that, that. That's also something that they need to be aware about too. Yeah, of course. Like I think it could be something that has to do with like, like uh, pros and cons of being a sneaker influencer or something like that. Something pretty broad, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. There you go. Yeah, we'll we'll, like we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, chance. We appreciate you so much once again. We are at a 90-minute mark. That's crazy. Crazy. So, but again, once again, we appreciate you so much. And um, we hope to have you and, and other guests again on the podcast. And um, yeah, man, if you if you enjoyed this, like what what, what was your personal experience? Like what, how do you how do you think this podcast went? Oh, I uh, I love it. I used to listen to Dom's podcast like when I was working at that warehouse, and I always oh, really? wanted to. Yeah, bro. I used to listen to like every single one, yeah, and that's um, super dope. I'm like a big podcast listener, so I I love like po- I I wanted to start my own, but it's like I don't know, like I don't want to just sit there and talk to myself the whole time. But I love bro, the whole podcast I, I stuff. That. I do that on mine. <laughs> yeah and and to the audience it's not weird but you're just sitting in a chair looking at like your hands just talking you know like i don't know it's kind of weird i mean but, we, um, we do that with the phone we do that with create uh, with content we, we talk to our phone true. that's true that's true but i don't know i like podcasts i appreciate you guys having me on i've wanted to do my own forever and who knows i might do my own and you guys might be on it like screw that's it bro 1000 <laughs> we, we, we would we would love to man we would yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you guys go leave us a review and some feedback on Apple Podcast. Everyone has the app, if, especially if you have an iPhone. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.